day everyone my name is Alain Rajamojudad and you're welcome to another episode of my podcast so today I'll be reviewing a book titled A Midsummer Night Dream by William Shakespeare so firstly I will give you an introduction to the author all is a brief history of the author of this novel and who is William Shakespeare now William Shakespeare was born on the 26th of April 1564 and he was an English poet playwright and actor widely regarded as the greatest writer in English language he was born and brought up in Stafford upon Avon in the United Kingdom to John Shakespeare a Glover and Mary Adden a farmer's daughter he was educated at the King's New School in Stafford a free school chartered in 1553 now William Shakespeare wrote 39 plays 154 sonnets and two long narrative poems. He married 26-year-old Annie Hathaway at the age of 18, and they had three children. He died on 23 of April 1516 and was buried at the Holy Trinity Church. Now we're going to talk about the novel itself, that is A Midsummer Night Dream. Now A Midsummer Night Dream is a play, or let's say a comedy. written in 1595 and published in 16000 first performed in january 1965 now it has so many characters it's a play of five acts and various two to sing in each of them except of act 5 which has only seen one now we're going to talk about the characters now we have characters such as Theseus he is the duke of Athens we have Idias father to Emia Lysander is a man in love with Emia. We have Demetrius, a man in love with Emia as well. Also, have Philostrate. He is the master of the realms. To Theseus, we have Quaint. He is a carpenter. We have Bottom. He is a weaver. We have Flute. He is a bellowmender. We have Snog, a tinker. We have Snog, a joiner. We have Stablin, a tailor. Epolitia, a queen of the Amazon. Betrayed to Theseus. We have Emia, daughter to Aegeus, in love with Lysander. We have Elena, she's a woman in love with Demetrius. We have Oberon, the king of fairies. We have Titania, she is the queen of fairies. And we have Puck, a Robin, good fellow, who is a mischievous fairy as well. We also have other fairies such as Peach Blossom, Cobweb, Mud, and Mustard Seed. Now the play takes place in the palace of Theseus. and streets in city and a uh, wood but mainly the main setting or location of this play is Aten it is a small land full of fairies and human living together now we're going to go through the review of the act and scene one by one now we have act 1 and under act 1 we have scene 1 now samia the shaman goes as tedious and epolitia discuss the wedding which is to take place in 4 days Theseus sent Philostrate to run up entertainers while away the time. Aegeus brings his daughter Emia and her two sisters, Lysander and Demetrius, to Theseus to settle an agreement or argument. Emia wants to marry Lysander. Aegeus wants her to marry Demetrius. Theseus gives Emia three choices, which is either marry Demetrius, enter nunnery, or to be put to death for disobedience. Emia asks until the day of Jesus' wedding to come to a decision. Lysander and Emia plans to meet meet in the wood the next night and elope. Elena, who loves Demetrius and is the lover friend, decides that she will tell 
the mistress of the plan so that she can deal with him while he looks for Elena and Lysander. So that is the first part of the play that is Act 1, Scene 1. Now we move to Act 1, Scene 2. Yeah, yeah. We introduced to six Artesians who meet at uh, Queen's house, which is a carpenter, to agree or arrange a kind of sort of entertainment for that Theseus, where that is that Duke's wedding. We let to do a play about Paramus and Tibis, and they are assigned various parts. Now we move to Act 2, Scene 1. Now in Act 2, Scene 1, I made to know about a fairy who meets Buck in, Buck in the wood. And they discuss the quarrel between Tatiana, that is the queen of the fairies, and Oberon, the king of the fairies, over a human child they both want. Oberon and Tatiana meet and talk about the upcoming wedding of Theseus and the Politia. Theseus says the bad weather can be blamed on their quarrels. The human child is the son and one of the devoted followers who died at childbirth. She refused to turn him over to Oberon. Oberon sent Bob to find a special flower whose juice, when placed on the eyelids, caused that individual to fall in love with the next living creature seen. She plans to put it on Titania's eyelids to shame her into giving up the boy. Elena and Demetrius come hunting for Emia. Despite Demetrius' insults and threats, Elena says she will follow him wherever he goes. Oberon tells Puck to put some of the juice on Demetrius' eyes so that he can fall in love with Elena when he awakes. Now, that's the end of Act 2, Scene 1. We're moving to Act 2, Scene 2. Now, we're made to know that uh, Titania, which is the Queen of Fairies, is in a particular garden or courtyard telling the fairies to sing her to sleep. Oberon places some of the juice on the eyelids and hopes that she sees something vile when she wakes up. Ascender and Emia are tired and lost and decide to sleep a while. Puck mistakenly puts the juice on Lysander's eyes. When he finds Lysander, he awakes him. He, of course, falls in love with her instantly, that is Elena. Elena thinks Lysander is making fun of her and runs away. He follows her. When Emia, Emia, Elena's friend, awakens, she can't find Lysander as a lover and so she goes looking for him. Now moving on to Act 3, Scene 1. In Act 3, Scene 1, we make note that these six Artesians come to the wood to practice for their play. Pop watches for a while and then puts an ass head on Bottom and chases the others around the wood. Bottom begins to sing to prove that he isn't afraid. The tenders are awake and with the magic juice on her eyelid, fall in love with Bottom, disguised as an ass. She sends the fairies to find special things for Bottom to eat. Bottom is not the least bit surprised and loves the attention. Now we are moving on to the next scene, which tells us that Pop tells a pleased Oberon of his trick on Bottom and on Titania's infatuation. However, when Emia and Demetrius enter quarreling, Oberon realizes that Puck has made a mistake. Puck goes to find Lysander and Elena, while Oberon puts the magic juice on Demetrius' eyes. Elena is too sure that Lysander is making fun of her. Demetrius awakens and immediately loves Elena. When he and Lysander quarrel over her, they go off to fight a duel for her. Puck leads the two young men about the forest and they eventually fall asleep. He puts an antidote on Lysander's eye. Now we're moving to the next scene. The next scene makes us know that Bottom orders the fairies about before 
falling asleep in Titania's arm. Oberon tells Paul that Titania has given the boy to her. Ashamed of himself, he decides to release her from her spell and awaken her. Titania thinks that she had a bad dream. She and Oberon reconcile. Tedious, Hippolytia, Aegeus, and others enter, planning to celebrate the main the moment with her aunt. They find the four young people, awaken them, and listen to their explanation. Tizia decides that both couples should marry on his and Hippolyta's wedding day. The four lovers enter and follow the king and the queen back to the castle. Now we are met, we are back to um, at first scene two. We are meant to know that the four five artisans have despaired of Bottom's return and fear that the play cannot be presented. Bottom enters and argues allowing them to know that they should be ready for the play as the duke and his bride and the two other couples await their entertainment. Now, the last act, which is act five. This talks about the wedding. We're about to know that Tizius and Hippolyta can believe the story of the young people. Tizius has philosophy for entertainment he has found too well away the time before bed. When given a list of a possibility, they choose the play of Paramus and Tibius, which turned out to be a very interesting play. The play over, the three couples go off to bed, leaving the house to the fairies, led by Oberon and Titania, who sing and dance and bless the couples, the bustable offspring, and every room in the castle. In his closing speech, Buck asks the audience to forgive any offenses caused by the play, believing it should just be our dream. Now that is the summary of the play a miss of an idea each each with each each act explain and each each scene explain now i'm going to the themes now the theme of the play most of the theme um is about love imagination and magic now love shakespeare portrays romantic love as blind irritational and often beautiful force that can be both cruel and forgiving this is well seen in the play. We have love between Emmy and Lysander strong, but the most literal thing that is magic, which can be very trickish, make the two couple, like this, Demetrius and Elena, and Emmy and Lysander, make them confused about their love and their feelings and emotions. Now, talking about magic, we are made to know about a particular flower, magical flower, that is named love and idleness, which when put in a person's eyelid, make that person fall in love with anybody he or she see once he or she wakes up. So, we also have themes of imagination. As I said earlier, there are very um, lots of imaginative things that won't normally happen as like normal in real life situation. So, Shakespeare used a lot of um, love, imagination, and also magic, and also he a lot of um, figurative expressions and figurative devices. He makes use of um, conflicts, metaphor, personification, and also many other many other figurative devices. Now, um, Miss Summer Night Dream is a very interesting story filled with humor and romance. It is a story worthy of recommendation. This marks the end of today's podcast, and I hope you had a nice time. Bye. See you next time.